Hello and welcome to Create Shift. My name's Ellen Carr. As well as being the host of this podcast, I'm a writer, a yoga teacher, and a holistic living mentor. This podcast is here to support, encourage, and inspire you to live your most purposeful and holistic life. The conversations had, questions asked, and thoughts presented are here to awaken that whispering of your soul, your own questions about the life you want to lead, and to give you the confidence that you can create the shift you want to make in your life. I believe that the way to true health and happiness, individually and collectively, is to live a truly holistic life. A life that is driven by a purpose that feels true and right to us, and that helps us to feel connected to ourselves and each other and the world around us, and that leaves us feeling fulfilled and content. I release a new season of the show in line with the change in the seasons in nature. So normally you'll find a new season coming out around the solstice or equinox time. Each season has a couple of solo episodes as well as interviews with lots of interesting and thought-provoking guests. Thank you so much for being here. I really hope that you enjoy listening to Create Shift. If you do enjoy the show, I would love it if you would be happy to leave a rating or a review or both. You can do that on iTunes if you listen via the Apple Podcasts app. It's super easy. Otherwise, you can go onto iTunes, search Create Shift and leave the review on there. I'd love to carry on the conversation with you. You can find me online at being-change.com and you can find me on Instagram at being underscore change. that's weird I know you can't answer me I don't know who's listening um but hi um thank you for tuning in this is season four of create shift which is amazing because it means I've nearly done a whole year's worth of the podcast um just kind of finding my feet and figuring out what it is what it can be what I want it to be how I want it to work um and still figuring those things out but I I've loved doing it I really enjoy it I really enjoy speaking to my guests. I really value the feedback that you guys give me. So thank you for that. And yeah, I'm looking forward to the next year of the podcast and um, giving you lots of great content. I've got really fabulous guests coming up for this season. So this season, I've got two solo episodes, this one and another one about holistic living. And the rest is all guest interviews and a real mixture of people chatting about um, movement, of course, always. And what else have we got? Kind of food, food, food waste, food culture, um, working, kind of the way that we work, all sorts of different things, loads of great people. So I hope that you really enjoy this season. Um, it's autumn. Yes, it's my favourite. I don't like to play favourites because I do like certain things about all the seasons. And I think what I particularly love is the like transition in the seasons, that transitional phase when you start to notice another season creeping in. Um, and that transitional time is quite interesting, um, Ayurvedically as well, which is not 
something to talk about now. Probably I'll go off on a tangent, but ask me about it online, maybe, or I'll do another episode about it or something. Um, but yeah, it's really interesting for lots of different reasons, um, and transitions in general are interesting. But stop, let's get on topic. Autumn, okay. <laughs> so yeah, this, this episode is about autumn seasonal living. Um, just my kind of top tips and advice and guidance, really, just to get you started and give you a few kind of things to think about and question and consider and things that hopefully will be super practical and useful for you because you know I'm all about the small kind of practical, useful things that we can do in our everyday lives, Um, as well as sometimes the bigger things are nice as well. But yeah, really, really passionate about those, those small little things. So actually, as I'm recording this, it's early September, approaching mid-September. So obviously, this this podcast has come out just after the autumn equinox, solstice equinox. Yeah, I always, always second guess myself about that, whether it's like the solstice or the equinox. So yeah, autumn equinox. Um, So it's not officially autumn as I'm recording this, but it's that real fun time where there's like still some summeriness, but the autumn's coming in, kind of like those crisp mornings where you can see your breath a little bit, the leaves are just starting to turn, and you get still get those bright blue skies, but that sense of crispness that I just love it. I really love it. Um, I'm doing a new thing actually this season where I'm asking all guests at the start of their interview what their favourite thing is about the current season, and that's such a fun question. Um, lots of great answers and just really gets you kind of connected it's a really um, easy way actually to get connected to the season um, which I really enjoy so that's always something you could do yourself is to ask yourself what you love about that (laughs) I get so excited tripping over my words Um, not going to edit that out because we keep it real Um, yeah ask yourself what you love about the current season and then maybe ask some friends or loved ones you know to say hey what do you really like about autumn? And then someone will say, oh, I love pumpkin lattes. And then you'll have to go and make a pumpkin latte. You can make your own. Um, I've never tried, actually, but I'm going to do that this year. Make a pumpkin spice latte myself. Um, I don't know if that's trademarked. Hopefully not. Anyway, moving on. So, what do I love about autumn? I really like the colours. I think they're just stunning. The oranges and the golds and the reds. And I love it when you get a bright sunny day, but it's like slightly chilly, but not really, really cold, but it's like cold enough to wear maybe like a light jumper and a scarf and maybe a little hat, but it's like still bright sunshine. I love that. Um, and I love the back to school kind of energy and feeling. Um, that sort of sensation of, it's not a sensation, is it? Um, that, that feeling of kind of wanting to crack on with things. Um, I think it's funny because when we go to school, it's a new year. It's like the new school year. And I don't feel like it's a new year. Like I don't feel a sense of newness so much as a desire to want to get on with stuff and really um, maybe complete things, bring things to completion and clear space so that then there's like space for new things to germinate and grow and flourish in the spring kind of thing so it's kind of those two things I sort of see autumn uh as being in two halves in that way like the early autumn is more about that completion of things and um kind of high energy working on on projects and stuff like that and then the later half is about kind of letting go and releasing 
and I'll talk a little bit more about that maybe as we go through the episode but uh what else do I really like um I've started doing this thing where I have a scarf for each season I posted about this on Instagram a bit ago it wasn't intentional like I never said oh yeah I'm gonna have a scarf for each season it just happened and my autumn scarves are my favourites, I think, uh, because of the colours. So they are, I've got like an early autumn one, which is kind of orangey, yellowy gold. And then I have a late autumn one, which is kind of reds and like deeper oranges and yellows and stuff. And that's great. Um, I love the, the cosiness of autumn, that huga. I know you can have huga in other seasons you can have it all year round of course but I associate it with autumn quite a lot that kind of image of being wrapped up in a a nice jumper and maybe a little blanket scarf type thing and toasting a marshmallow outside a bonfire on a bonfire I don't do that very often I can't remember the last time I did do that I should do it more things like that or like the image of um somebody's hand holding like a steaming mug of, of cocoa like a gloved hand. I think that's a stock image that I've seen somewhere. I really like it, though. Um, that's kind of what I like about autumn. It's kind of warmth and cosiness. Yeah, it's that stuff, you know? Warmth, cosiness, crispness, and the, the energy that comes with it. So just a bit more to my point then about what I was saying about kind of I see autumn as having different parts. Um, I... I also kind of pair the seasons up. So I pair autumn with spring and I pair summer with winter. And the reason I do that is um, kind of to do with the energetic qualities that they share to me. So to me, spring is quite high energy. It's quite, um, it's very outward going those spring. So there are differences, of course, you know, these seasons are not the same. So spring is like high energy, creativity, bringing new things to life, quite an outward energy. And then autumn is more of a pulling inward energy. So there's the opposition there. Um, but also is quite a high energy uh, of completion, getting things done, kind of um, being nice and orderly and getting your new pencils and your new pencil case and your new um, uh, notebook and filling it up with, with all of your work and ideas and, and bringing things to completion, tidying things up so that you're then kind of ready to, to harvest that stuff. So it's like they're paired in a similarity and also in their opposition, if that makes sense. You know, like spring is the, the birthing of the new stuff and autumn is the finishing of that stuff and, and tidying it up and finishing, wrapping it up and then letting go anything that didn't quite work out. So it's like, um, as always, I'm going to return to the sort of natural gardening, uh, growing stuff type metaphor um, that sort of works. I know things... Um, I'm a novice gardener, so I don't know much about the old gardening, but I do know that different things grow at different times of year, so this isn't totally accurate, but sort of, you know, things come to life and grow in the spring and start, like, the whole season of growth starts again really strongly, and then in the autumn, kind of finishing up harvesting a lot of things that have been growing abundantly, and then you need to tidy up your garden so that it's in a place where it can rest over the winter and go a bit dormant and then it's ready to sprout new life in the spring and it's the same for us I think in our lives and our work um 
we're we're wrapping things up so we're harvesting that which we've been working on for the whole year and then we're sort of assessing and letting some things go and and tidying our, our garden up so that we can go into a more kind of dormant stage in the winter not completely dormant I know we're not going to go into hibernation but it's a little bit of that um and and then burst into life again in the spring so yeah there's that I think um that's quite interesting to think about in terms of autumn um so let's chat about Ayurveda then shall we because this is what I focused this year's seasonal episodes on there's a lot about Ayurvedic seasonal living theory so a little whiz through Ayurveda in case you don't know what I'm talking about Ayurveda is the sister science of yoga it's very ancient Indian science and practice and art and philosophy kind of all of those things of health and well-being it's a totally holistic system so it views everything anything and everything that we do consume and that doesn't just mean eat it means the things that we watch and the music we listen to and the ways that we talk to people and the things that people talk to us about like everything uh, has an impact on our health and well-being and on kind of the inner ecosystem or inner state of balance or harmony yeah um so that's ayurveda in a tiny tiny little nutshell um i've got lots more resources on it on my blog um you can check out the other seasonal living episodes where i talk about it more for a more kind of in-depth um intro and also my episode with emma newlin that i'll link to in the show notes again we talk about it more there and head to my website as well because i've got seasonal living guides for sale on there they're books ebooks that i have written and so the autumn one is up for sale there and you can just grab that and it's got more in-depth introduction into ayurveda in there as well as those more in-depth stuff about the autumn side of things So seasonal living is a really big part of Ayurveda um, because, like I said, Ayurvedic theory considers that everything has an effect on our well-being. So that includes the seasons because it's a big change in our environment, the changing seasons. And one important part of Ayurvedic theory are these things called the doshas. So that's D-O-S-H-A-S. And the doshas are, you can kind of think of them like energies or uh, qualities energetic qualities and they make up everything around us everything has different doshic qualities and there are three doshas they're called vata pitta and kapha and the seasons have their own doshic qualities as do we so there's tests that you can do i'll link to it actually in the show notes um i quite like the test from pucker herbs that you can do online and that's a test all about um what dosha you are most people are two, kind of quite evenly balanced. Some people are just one, really dominant, and then some people are also three, all in balance, or all out of balance. So, uh, yeah. So depending on what dosha you are, what level of the different doshas you've got in you, that will affect and alter how the season affects you. But this isn't the place to go into that because that, we go a little deeper there. Um, really happy to talk about that in more depth online. Um, again, lots of resources on my website, um, or you know, if you're interested in working one-to-one and that kind of thing, we can. My holistic mentoring covers that sort of thing. But back to autumn. So the dosha that governs autumn is vata, and each dosha 
is made up of a different um, two, normally two, of the different elements. So the elements being you know, fire, earth, water, air, and ether. Ether kind of being like space. Um, and vata is air and ether. Okay, so vata is the dosha that is um, predominant in the season of autumn. And the two elements that govern vata are air and ether. So I like to kind of pause and think about the season and how the season manifests where you live. And obviously, wherever you are in the world, it's going to be different. And, you know, some some of us live places where there aren't really any seasons. So that's different again. But if you live somewhere like I do, so I live in the UK, where we have very pronounced seasons. Some people might say they're not that pronounced and we don't have a summer, but you do. You can definitely notice the change in the seasons, right? And as autumn starts to come in and picks up, we notice a few things, or I certainly do, and you probably do as well. Things like the wind picking up and the leaves starting to like skip around in the breeze. Things like the air getting cooler and the the leaves kind of becoming brittle. Yeah, they, they dry out, they get brittle and they drop. Um, so you can kind of, when you think about these things, see how autumn is made up of the the elements of air and ether, which is the dosha of vata. And these qualities that show up in the natural world, they can show up in ourselves as well. So this is where the health and well-being element comes into it, because the vata dosha can do things like, um, so like if we've got too much vata dosha going on, that can cause us to have things like cracking joints. So I, I can be quite cracky anyway, because I'm quite heavily vata um, dominant, but I do notice that my joints start to click a little bit more in the autumn. We can also get quite dry skin. And also, on a sort of more mental, emotional, um, energetic level, vata, with the qualities of air and ether, can make us feel a bit ungrounded. So anxiety could get a little higher. Um, You could feel a little bit all over the place, a bit scatty. So you might get loads and loads of ideas, like a flurry of ideas for things that you want to do. And then suddenly you're like, whoa, I'm all over the place. I'm doing a bit of this, a bit of that. I've got to get this thing done, that thing. And you're running around. And of course, as I said earlier, it all depends on on what kind of levels of vata you've already got in your personality as to how this this manifests for you. So some of you might be nodding along going, oh my God, yes, that's exactly me. Um, and I would I would bet that you've probably got quite a lot of vata in your constitution already, if, if you're really identifying with that. Um, not necessarily, but probably. Um, and some of you might be like, oh, I don't really get that. And you might be kind of more kapha, kapha... I would consider to be more of the opposite of Vata. Um, it's, it's not opposite. I mean, none of them can be opposite, directly opposite each other, but Kaf um, is much more grounded anyway, in general. Um, listen to the winter episode. I'll link to it in the show notes if you want to find out about Kafa. So it, it's worth bearing in mind the, the kind of effects that increased Vata dosha can have on us. Because then when you feel like that, you can perhaps know that it's not your fault. Um, it's not you being a weirdo. And there are things you can do to help mitigate that and balance that. And this is where some of my top tips come in here. So 
some top tips for working with um, the qualities of vata dosha that, that manifest in autumn and, and that you might be feeling. My favourite ones. Okay, number one, cinnamon. Um, I write this in the, in my autumn book, actually. I just say cinnamon, 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 that's it. You can go home now. That's all done. Because um, it's brilliant. It's not the only thing that you can do, but it's great. Um, so what can you do with cinnamon? You can diffuse it, the oil. You can make little roller balls with it. Um, out of you know you can buy little roller balls online and then you can put the a base oil and some of the essential oil and blend it with some others if you like for portable aromatherapy which I really love um and you can eat it obviously and cinnamon is good because it's grounding really grounding it also helps to stabilize blood sugar um so that can be helpful for vata types and it's really good for the digestive system. I learned this recently. Someone told me, I wrote about it on Instagram, and someone said it's good for um, gut bacteria. And vata can manifest as kind of issues with digestion. Um, so that's really helpful as well. But it's for me, it's the scent that really kind of grounds me and reminds me of, of the earth and the connection to the earth and just kind of... Um, connects me to autumn as well it kind of I, I really associate the smell of cinnamon with autumn um and winter a little bit it's also naturally antibacterial which is helpful for this time of year so yeah cinnamon's a great one that is super easy I think as well you know you can just buy a little uh, pot of, of ground cinnamon you can pop it on porridge that's what I do I love it on porridge in the morning or you know you can make a little rice pudding or um put it on other things put it on toast <laughs> I don't know do you eat cinnamon on toast let me know maybe I'll try it put it on french toast don't you um so and in cakes and, and all those sorts of things and in drinks really nice in hot chocolate actually I like that a lot cardamom's good in hot chocolate too like a little um cinnamon cardamom what else would I put in an autumn hot chocolate uh, something sweet, like a little bit of vanilla and like maybe some maple syrup and some salt and some ginger, potentially. Ginger's quite good for vata as well. And then a fat, and that brings me on to something else. So like, didn't know I was going to share a hot chocolate recipe with you here, to be honest. Um, just to round it off, I would probably make it with cacao powder rather than cocoa powder. But if you don't have cacao, and I know cacao is more expensive don't worry about it get yourself a cocoa powder absolutely fine I try and get the ones that don't have added sugar in already because then you can be in control of of what sweetener you put in and how much sweetener you want but again up to you um so there you go a little a little hot chocolate recipe for autumn uh what the hell was I saying oh yeah fats <laughs> so like I said um Vata can make us feel kind of dry like dry skin and cracking joints in which case we want to increase the qualities of kind of wateriness and lubrication hey hey <laughs> um oh dear just laughing at myself because i'm like sat in my makeshift podcast recording studio which let me tell you is my laundry hamper if you've not seen that on instagram yeah um and a blanket on my head and i'm making jokes about lubrication so there we are. Anywho, um, yeah, coconut oil, good to put in things um, for that purpose, kind of a little bit of, of, of oiliness. Um, and it's a really good healthy fat for you, actually. Ghee as well. 
is great. And I know that's controversial for some, obviously, because that's um, dairy. And yeah, I don't know. I've been avoiding a lot of dairy, but I, uh, for for climate change reasons, as well as digestion reasons. Um, <laughs> but I have been having some ghee recently, and I do find it helpful for balancing vata energy. So maybe it's that I use the ghee in the autumn, you know? That's a conversation for another time. But yeah, if, if you do dairy, then get yourself some good quality ghee. And I'd really recommend that for, for balancing out vata dosha. And you could put that in hot chocolate. Uh, you could put it in your porridge. You could put it in um, bulletproof coffee. Um, so Emma Newland shared a, a recipe to that on her Instagram. I will see if I can link to that. I don't know if you can link to a specific Instagram post. I'll try. Um, otherwise, I'll link to her feed and you can have a look. Um, that's great. Because coffee, caffeine, normally can aggravate vata. Because, you know, caffeine can make you a bit, like, high energy, a bit wired, obviously, because that's why, why we have it. Um, and so I stopped having regular caffeinated coffee for that reason. And then Emma shared this recipe for a bulletproof coffee, which has turmeric, um, ginger, maybe cinnamon and cardamom and black pepper and ghee. And then whatever sweetener kind of thing you want. And I don't feel the effects of the caffeine. I mean, I make it with three quarters caffeine and one quarter decaf, but I don't feel it at all. So, um, yeah, ghee is really, really great for for kind of uh, grounding vata and providing that kind of um, oiliness that that vata needs. And again, coconut oil does work as well if you're if you're not going with the dairy. So that was that. Um, what else? Yeah. Oil massage is really good um, for vata, for the dry skin. So I I use coconut oil on my skin in the summer, in the spring a little bit too, but I switch in the autumn to something else like auto, um, <laughs> like almond or sesame, uh, which you can buy from, uh, well, supermarkets or like health shops and stuff. Um, and I don't sit and give myself like a really long massage every day. I use it as a moisturizer. So I just, you know, if I have a shower um, or when I get out or a bath, whatever, I, I use that instead of a shop-bought moisturizer. And I find it really good. Um, and that sense of touch, so touching yourself. <laughs> oh, again, with the funny jokes. Yeah, touch, human touch, physical touch, as opposed to non-physical touch. Um is really, again, grounding and supportive and good for us to just kind of come back to the present moment and come back to our bodies. So that's really, really helpful. Um, and, a, and a quick thing you can do. It doesn't have to be a big thing. What are the other things I want to tell you? Earthy flavours. So again, I said I like the cinnamon because it's got that earthiness, that kind of grounding. Um, so other things, you know, things that sort of you can tell come from the earth, like sweet potatoes, good carrots, beetroot, um, very good for that grounding at this time of year. Um, and then color, which I've already touched on because I've got my scarves for each season and that's a bit of color therapy. So I've got my orangey red scarves and that's really good for autumn because it's a nice positive energy nice and grounding um good colors to surround ourselves with to feel more connected to the earth and feel that warmth as well because vata types can feel the cold so if you've got more vata going on or you just it's a particularly vata-y day 
where you know maybe the wind's quite high it's quite um chilly and like a crisp autumn day Vatertites can feel the cold so wrapping yourself in like a nice reddish orange scarf or jumper or jumper trousers and hat and scarf <laughs> that's, that's really good and you can bring color into your home as well you know like if you've got a throw or a pillowcase or something that a cushion cover that has those colors that work that's really helpful too um and then breath work is very helpful all the time but for vata types particularly just to kind of have that stillness so moments um and i'm saying vata types but it could again just be if, if it's particularly high vata energy or you're feeling any of the things that we've spoken about um or that i have spoken about and you have listened to um about kind of vata imbalance and how that can manifest then you might just say okay i'm just gonna sit on the floor on the chair you're gonna feel your connection to your feet to your sit bones in the ground or your feet on the ground and just take some deep steady breaths and maybe you breathe deep down into the belly and perhaps you elongate the exhalation so making it longer than your inhalation helping you just ground down and drop into the body and come into rest and digest response so i think that's that's it i think i'm gonna leave it there today some of my top tips, some favourite things and things that hopefully you find aren't too challenging to add into your routine to help you. If you're interested in this and you want to dive a little deeper, find out more tips, find out more about the foods that are good and not so great for vata balancing and kind of imbalancing, um, you want to find out about movement and how to move for this time of year or um, lifestyle practices, things that you can do to support you in your work and your life and your relationships, then I'd suggest checking out my guide, my book that I've got. Um, it's for sale on my website for £8, so um, really easy to get, just a digital download and you can have that forever and, and refer back to it and it goes deeper into the Ayurvedic theory and um, gives you much more information and more practical things that you can do at home so yeah do get that if you're interested and like I said if you're interested in going deeper and really exploring this on a personal level then get in touch about working together one-to-one with holistic mentoring and um, we can really put something together that, that works for you so I really hope you've enjoyed listening to this. Um, let me know. Come and find me on Instagram at being underscore change. Let's have a chat about all things autumn. I love it. Tell me um, what your favourite things are about autumn. Ask me any questions. And yeah, I'm looking forward to sharing the rest of the season with you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Create Shift. I really hope you've enjoyed it. I would love to hear what you thought. Um, find me on Instagram at being underscore change. Find me online at being-change.com where you can read blogs, find past episodes of the podcast, find the show notes for this episode. So any links that you wanted will be right there and find out more about what I do. I would really appreciate it if you did enjoy this episode, if you'd be willing to hop over to either the Apple Podcasts app, if you listen to this on an Apple device, or to iTunes, find Create Shift and leave a rating and a review. It's not just to feed my ego, I promise, although that is nice. Um, 
it's so that other people can find the show because the more people who review it the more that itunes apple the powers that be will trust that it is a podcast worth listening to and show it to other people who may be interested so thank you in advance for doing that and until next time <laughs>